So it's cracking me up how crazy everybody's become about peanut butter pie. This whole thing that really was mm-hmm. Sam's dad's mistake in a labor and delivery situation. Yeah. yeah. That so now is a recipe on our website. So glad you brought the actual recipe your dad used to make this, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so this is what your dad was talking about on and in, on. in the delivery room when Jackson was born. Yeah. And yeah. almost got kicked out He's because. sitting over on a side chair and he just talking to whoever would listen to him about how this great peanut butter pie. Was it you or was it your wife at that time getting upset about the discussion about it while she couldn't eat? Um, <laughs> there was Sam. a few people. It wasn't, I don't want to just say her or me. I right. think it was a couple of us. And my mom was like, Sam, give it a rest. Yeah. You know, there's a kid being born here. Yeah. Focus. Yeah. Okay, so we got the recipe on our website for you. It's good and delicious. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He knows that there's nothing he could do in his defense. He knew there was nothing he could do except maybe distract the conversation away from contractions or whatever. I should have said, well, if it's that good, why don't you make one and bring it when we bring the baby home? Right. Ooh. That would have been it. So. Sam's dad's peanut butter pie recipe is on our website. I, I'm going to tell you this, Murphy. If I mention this and show this to our girls, they will make it for you. Well, you know why? You know too. what makes it good is the cool cream whip. cheese yeah. and cool whip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And cream cheese, cool whip, peanut butter, and it's no bake. You whip it all up and you stick it in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And I say, once you slice and plate it, drizzle chocolate sauce on top. What are you uh, melting? chips to make the sauce or you get that like jarred chocolate sauce and dribble that depends on, on what i have yeah, okay. if i have the jarred we drizzle okay. if i have chips i melt like a caramel sauce you too. do you work with what you've got in your pantry yeah. but anyway and you see the recipe calls for chocolate graham cracker crumbs i'm thinking those pre-made oreo crusts crusts would work it would probably work too mm. just a little more sweet yeah any of it works is okay. your dad uh, one of those guys who uh, always had one of those whip it together type you know dessert knacks and were a lot of his recipes like that because if that's the case we should bundle up some of those on the website no he didn't but the thing about him is if you said this is what you were going to do or this is what you needed it for he'd i got the recipe for that now maybe something intricate or that you have to put together but he always knew oh i got the perfect he had a library of recipes which you kindly shared with a lot of us when he after he passed yeah my mom gave a few of them to me and the ones that were kind of in his handwriting i kept because it's like oh yeah i remember this one yeah well let's let's throw some more recipes up this week from your dad easy throw together desserts oh i'll get his puppy child recipe boom Mm. coming up jody has your hollywood outsider first one of the morning and this one's so beautiful guys dana carvey comedian dana carvey you know had a relationship with uh, George H.W. Bush and Barbara because of his impression. His his impersonation. Right. So he discussed that in detail with Conan O'Brien the other night. We have it for you next. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So one of the sweetest and most timely things I've seen in entertainment this week happened just the other night on Conan. You know, I'm always always a big fan of Conan O'Brien. No matter where he goes, I will be a fan who follows. Yeah. He had comedian Dana Carvey on. Uh-huh. And Dana Carvey, of course, famously did impressions of George H.W. Bush. Oh, not, yeah. not W, but of his dad. H.W. Yeah. Right, exactly. And they were so great. And so, of course... With Barbara Bush recently dying and um, H.W. being so sick, he immediately asked about that relationship and the impression. And it was a sweet impression. And this is a sign of the times back then. Mm -hmm. You were doing an impression every week of the president and the president saw it. Yeah. And loved it yeah. and reached out to you and you two became friends. Yes. The guys became very close. Oh, we did. I mean, they welcomed my wife and I to the White House after he had lost the election. And 
we really hung out with them. We really got to know them, and, and they didn't really know who we were. And but Barbara was so funny, and uh, George Bush Senior. I'm, you know, the, I, I've never really seen a marriage that was that effortless. I mean, they were so much fun together, and mm-hmm. uh, we did a lot of charity events together. Or I would do them. He would come out, and he would. He called me on uh, election day 2004 his son's running for re-election and he, he just out that's the kind of person he always goes how you doing dane and i'm like <laughs> fine isn't your son running for re-election you know but how are you and that's who he was he wrote a lot of notes to me when anything was going on with me and and uh, she was just so witty and funny i walked into the uh, their bedroom this is in 92 <laughs> look it up and uh, <laughs> with Barbara and on the TV, there's like 10 TV screens. Ross Perot's on one side and Bill Clinton's on the other. And she just walked and turned and said, I don't know which clown to look at. <laughs> She's just very witty. That's Dana Carvey. I had also forgotten that he and Will Ferrell teamed up as George Sr. and <laughs> W. When he, was, uh, when yes. he was running for re-election. Man, it's cool. I'm going to be president. That's wicked. <laughs> Watch that language there, son. <laughs> a surprise appearance on SNL. Right, gotta, gotta watch sorry. that language Sorry, there. Dad. Sorry, I know Dad. you young people want to be hip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to be like the Backstreet Boys or right. Christina Aguli Lalera. <laughs> <laughs> He just played that off. That was just a totally different So fun. Yeah. And you can see Dana Carvey's appearance on Conan at murphysamandjody.com. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, Sam, what's this about you, your kids not wanting to go on vacation with you? Well, they want to go on vacation. There's one place, and specifically, they've told me they do not want to go this year. I'll tell you what that is. Ouch. Thank you for making us uh, a Facebook friend. When you like our Facebook page, you'll always get notifications for new posts and when we go Facebook Live and all that. And that way we can all hang out, you know, all day long together, just like yeah. the rest of the world does, all right? All day long. All the right. live long day. Okay, Sam, what's this about your kids not wanting, not liking vacation choices? Um, okay, you remember last year we went to the beach. and it was you the took first everybody. Time, uh, well, the three little ones, Jack and Maddie and Parker. Uh, and it was the first time we had done something like that in the summer for, for a while. Because um, usually we'd done like staycations or go and visiting things in the area. It's a lot for you to organize. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was like so happy we went down there. But a lot of the times we were at the beach, they wanted to go back to the room. Right, and you wanted to just you're here. Yeah, stay and play, I mean, kids. I, I got the I condo. That. I got the beach. I get the umbrella with the two chairs. Yeah, you know? and it's like y'all going to go to the room? Go ahead. I got two chairs now. Um, and so talking to Maddie about it uh, the other day when she was at my house. She says she doesn't want to go to the beach this year again. Yeah. And I was Why? like, whoa, time out here. It's the beach. Does she burn easily? No. Well, she's burned out easily, apparently. <laughs> yeah. The week before I get the kids and we go to the beach, and this happened last year, too, she goes with her mom and her mom's husband's family. They have a condo on the beach. Oh, uh, okay. Like, so, you know, okay. Like so for her, that's... Share. Okay. So it was like, when I was doing it, to me, it's all new, the beach. To her, it's like, I've been at the beach for a week. Been there, done that for her. And it's like, Really? And, you know, I tried to explain it to her, unfortunately, in my terms, Mm. two weeks at the beach is better than no weeks at the beach. Yes. You know, but to her, it's like, well, we just went to the beach. She wants variety. I thought you were going to say that this is because your kids and so many kids, because of the way their lives are and our lives are now in our time, that they don't know how to relax. They don't, well, and they don't appreciate that. Not that kids ever want to relax. I mean, she was giving me the you know too much beach thing, but in being with them for those few days, 
I could see the not relaxing. I mean, they, they took all... We had to go to the beach prop store and buy all the floaties and stuff. Yeah. Right. And we went out there, and that was a good 20 minutes of fun, and then it was over. It's like, yeah. okay, well, we're going to go to the room now. Does well, everybody if, else feel like that, the other kids, that they don't want to go to the beach? Or um, is it just Maddie? I, I haven't talked to Parker yet because he's going to be in the same boat. Jackson, don't know yet. I need to talk to him this weekend. Why don't you just schedule other things while you're there? I don't know if there's a nearby water park or anything like that. You know what I mean? True. So there are multiple things that yeah. you could do. I could it's do that. True. Yeah. Let, that's a that's meeting in the middle right there, Murphy. I paid all this money to go to the beach. How about we pay more money and go do stuff at the beach? Oh, there's, I'm sorry. There's wrong, the real problem. Wrong attitude. Sorry. Coming up, Sam has music news. I'm going to tell you who Prince's heirs are now suing, blaming oh, them for Prince's death. Sam's got music news. The authorities are not pursuing criminal charges in the death of Prince. It looks like his heirs are now taking a few folks to court. I want this to go on forever. And and I don't want to say it's a surprise, but, you know, just being kind of open-ended, you figured there would be some kind of legal action. Sure. A lawsuit has been filed against Walgreens for dispensing prescription medications not valid for a legitimate medical purpose. Wow. That's the... The quote there. Okay. And also, if you remember about a week before Prince passed away, he was coming back from Atlanta to Minneapolis after a concert tour stop. I do remember this. And they had to do the emergency landing because he OD'd. For him, And they took him to a hospital. Oh, I forgot about that. It's like we didn't know about that until after he died. Right. All the details came out. Well, now part of the suit is also the hospital where he was treated, the doctors and the others there, for not providing reasonable care noticing the problem that was going on not just that it was an od but that there was a lingering issue going on yeah so that hospital some of the staff there and also walgreens being sued by the heirs all this stuff is so sketchy to me you know proving something like this after someone's gone because how much of it was him right you know orchestrating all this so that he could try to whatever feel better do whatever he was this medicating medicating himself mm-hmm. or who else is it where does the blame really fall? It probably falls in many places. And plus, you know? some of the information that they sent out after they decided not to pursue charges <laughs> right. was about the, the medication he was taking was not the medication what he, he thought. thought it was because I it was know. laced with fentanyl or so mur- stuff. It's just murky water. Yeah, right. so you got to narrow down who it really is. Yeah. That's what the jury's job is to yeah. decide. You're right. Just here to tell you about it. Thank you, Let sir. Thank you, it. sir. Uh, this is kind of cool. You know, Sugarland's back for their first music in years. They're back together. Uh, one of the songs that they have out right now is called Babe, and it was written by Taylor Swift, and there's a little part of it in the song where she actually sings. Wowza. Backup singer, Taylor Swift. That's cool. Now, she wrote the song, Babe, and she co-wrote it with uh, Train's frontman, Pat Moynihan. Oh, cool. Collabo. Back in, like, 2012 for her Red album. So That's That's an older album, yeah. It's been sitting on the shelf for, like, six years now, and it's like, hey, you know what? I want you guys to have it. So when Taylor Swift says, would you like a song? You take it. You say, say, yeah, sure. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, guys, let's go to our Facebook page next. We're going to dig into our producer's mailbag, even though Bailey's already gone to school for the day. Um, and some unbelievable labor and delivery discussion stories coming up next. Reach out to us anytime. We'd love to hear from you at 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or you can text that number. And of course, 
It's easy to reach us uh, on Facebook. By the way, Producer Bailey is around. You just haven't heard much from him because he's still in school. <laughs> yeah, he comes and early in the morning before we start. And yeah. So he graduates in three weeks. It'll be three weeks when he's it's finally about three here. weeks. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll have him full time. By the way, he's got to go through finals still. He yeah. does have some big tests coming up. Um, but do you know that he worked a shift a, a shift again at the pizza place the other night? He's supposed to have quit there. I know, but he said that. I was asking him, him how, how what you've been doing, you know? And he was like, I worked, picked up a shift at the pizza place. And he said that they needed help. And so his friend asked him, and he did. He went in. Wow, that's really nice. He's so good. He's got so much going on. I know he does. Okay, well, let me. That means free pizza. For him, not yeah. you, Sam. Oh, no. All right, let's get, let's get into it. The producer's mailbag. All right, this is from Elizabeth. We've been talking about labor and delivery stories and what not to say to a woman during her labor and delivery. Elizabeth writes in, hey, I was listening to you talk about this, what not to say in the delivery room. When I was in labor with my first child, I had packed all the things in the baby that the baby book recommended for my hospital stay. That included snacks for dad for a long labor. I brought him things like beef jerky and granola bars, knowing he would eat them and that wouldn't bother me, I thought. Well, about eight hours into my labor, he started complaining about the jerky in his teeth. And even though I packed a toothbrush for him, I forgot floss. Then he spent the next hour asking every employee he encountered if they had floss. Oh, my God. Finally, it gets worse. Finally, a nurse came in and brought him some. He immediately went to the bathroom and started saying things like, oh, man, you have no idea what it's like to have something stuck and you just can't get it out. What? It feels so good to just get that annoying thing unstuck. After about five Ugh. minutes of him going on like this, I was ready to kill him, and he wasn't allowed to have any more sn- snacks for the next eight hours of my labor. <laughs> Elizabeth, bless you for that. Man. Man. I don't think I'll ever think of beef jerky again the same way. Yeah, it's, you know what? You just you you just got to be careful what you say to a woman in labor, yeah. especially about... Well, it's just context. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. It is. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. We love hearing from you. <laughs> Jump in anytime on our Facebook page or murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Adele on the big screen. She may be getting ready to tell you all about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Let's start with Miss Adele, who's not on the road anymore, but of course she's known for her singing. The word is she's in negotiations to star in a remake on the big screen, so moving to movies, Mm -hmm. of the classic musical Oliver. Yep. Based on the novel Oliver Twist. Did you ever see the old Oliver movie? Because I never did. I know a couple of the songs from the musical, but I... I've never seen it. So the 1968 version of Oliver won six Academy Awards. Mm -hmm. There's something to that. So, of course, they're going to revive it for the big screen. And she's serious enough about being a part of this. This is not the first time we've heard that she's in talks to star in this and sing in this. Right. Okay. Musicals are great, and we all love musicals. And you're watching somebody, and then they just burst into song. When it's Adele, that's that's I'm sorry, that's legit. (laughs) That is so legit. And one of her friends can really help her, you know, know the ropes of a movie set, and that's Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, nice. Jennifer Lawrence is pretty close with Adele. They're tight. They like each other. Jennifer is willing to offer advice, but not just advice, but. Here's an acting coach that I liked. Here's an yeah. acting coach. Here's a class you can take. And apparently that is happening. I think uh, she'll be a natural, though, Adele. I do, too. Yeah. I'm ready for that. And I'm ready, since I've never seen it, it'll be like getting a brand new mm-hmm. classic musical. So that's what Adele is working on. Sarah Jessica Parker in the news this week. 
not just about Sex in the City and the third movie, maybe or maybe not yeah, happening. Yeah, we'll the see. third movie looks like it's greenlit to happen, and right. everybody's on board except Kim Cattrall, the Samantha character. Right. And and Sarah Jessica Parker even said in an interview the other day, "Look, if she doesn't want to do it, there's nothing we can do about that." I've always admired her work. No, there's no public cat fight. She keeps saying that. You know, that, you know if that's going on. Just let it go and just get on with it. I know. It's she's just hard to replace. That's right. all. Okay. The reason that SJP is sort of in the news this week is that she is now designing her own line of wedding dresses, a wedding line. Isn't that cool? Nice. In the first Sex and the City movie, you won't know this, Sam, she tried on like 50 dresses and it was so fabulous. It was a fabulous 10 minutes of the show. (laughs) And she's always been known for her quirky, modern, I do whatever I want to do fashion. So she's designing this. First collection is 10 looks, but they're not all wedding dresses. It's stuff that's meant to be used for, you know, other special occasions, gotcha. too. It's available online now from Sarah Jessica Parker. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, Mr. Nick Cannon moving on from Mariah. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody, I think I'm going to try something today that I'm hoping is going to be a little bit of a stress reliever. No, it doesn't involve alcohol or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> hey, what are we doing, Murph? Um, this is something that I read the other day about how you're constantly bombarded with emails and social media and friends hitting you up on text and all the things that you've got to do You know, at work. It makes a work day very difficult for, for anybody. And it almost doesn't, it doesn't matter what kind of job you have. Yeah. Um, we're all in sort of this interconnected world now where we're constantly too being much. tugged on, right? It is way too much. And so, you know, the, the suggestion was doing something called batching your time. In other words, disconnecting from email, social media, and everything during dedicated time periods where you're working on specific projects. Because okay. what we tend to do is we sit at our desk and we're working on something and then, and then uh, the email chimes or there's a reminder for something oh. or whatever it is. Yeah. And so that interruption, they say, I mean, even scientists say it takes the better part of 10 to 15 minutes to get fully back into con- uh, when you're in a groove, trying to get your concentration back is tough. I think that also it tires your brain more than you realize to be constantly interrupted. It so does. therefore, you're more exhausted mentally at the end of the day and you don't realize yep. why. Uh, you're exactly right. That's what this yeah. article said because what happens is we can't multitask. We really, we don't. We task switch. Our brains go back and forth. We yeah. do not multitask at all. Yet we've somehow convinced ourselves in the world we right. can do that. Right. Yeah. So he just suggests, you know, I mean, obviously you can't completely disconnect from your job and your email and all that, mm. but put dedicated time periods that you're going to do the email and then make sure that when you're actually in a meeting with somebody or in a conversation with somebody you're in it it's called batching yeah he calls it batching but you know i mean he also simplifies it by saying if you're going to cut grass cut grass that's what you're doing i call call that focus sounds lovely lovely let's batch today not together We'll just separate out and batch. Have your own separate batch. I'm telling you. (laughs) Feel better. All right. On the way, um, in just a little while, something Murphy's getting so much better at. Something we have picked on him about for years, Sam. Both of us have done this. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Um, last hour, you know, in Jody's Hollywood Outsider, she had Dana Carvey on Conan. Mm-hmm. It, it, when he was on Conan, he was talking about this time, his friendship with the senior Bushes, because it all came out of that impression he used to do on SNL. Remember that? Oh, Not yeah. That. That, yeah, right, exactly. But I thought it was really just such a special moment. We wanted to share it with you again coming up next. 
guys, one of my favorite things from entertainment this week already, it's only Wednesday, is... Um, Your that Wednesday favorite? Come- yeah. <laughs> that comedian Dana Carvey, who was a favorite of mine on SNL when he was on SNL, um, he was on Conan the other night and discussed his impre- impression of George H.W. Bush, which he was famous for. Yeah, I mean, outside of Wayne's World and being Garth... And church lady. And the church lady. And the church lady, uh, too. Right, yeah. exactly, so, right. Chopping broccoli. His, his George Bush senior impersonation was the... Is, and and one, he one formed a friendship with them. Well, let me just sum up. On track. Stay the course. A thousand points of light. Stay the course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Governor Dukakis rebuttal. I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. <laughs> Okay, so the other night, Conan went straight to that friendship, talking yeah. about that with Dana Carvey. And this is a sign of the times back then. Mm-hmm. You were doing an impression every week of the president, and the president saw it yeah. and loved it yeah. and reached out to you, and you two became friends. Yes. Uh, we just uh, sadly lost Barbara Bush. Yes. Loved your impression, saw it for what it was, and you guys became very close. Oh, we did. I mean, they welcomed my wife and I to the White House after he had lost the election, and we really hung out with them. We really got to know them, and, and they didn't really know who we were, And but Barbara was so funny, and uh, the, I, I've never really seen a marriage that was that effortless. I mean, they were so much fun together, and... Mm-hmm. She was just so witty and funny. I walked into the, uh, their bedroom, this is in 92, <laughs> look it up, and uh, <laughs> with Barbara, and on the TV, there's like 10 TV screens, Ross Perot's on one side and Bill Clinton's on the other, and she just walked and turned and said, I don't know which clown to look at. <laughs> you know, you know, very, he did an impersonation of Ross Perot back in the day. Yeah. Oh, he did. I had yeah. forgotten about right. that. But anyway, Dana Carvey, it was one of the best ever presidential impressions. And he, he reprised the role in the early 2000s when George W. was running. Yeah. Man, it's cool. I'm going to be president. That's wicked. <laughs> Watch that language there, son. <laughs> That was too cool to see him walk out. Yeah, facial expression, too. Right, gotta, gotta so, watch that language. Sorry, there. Dad. Sorry, I know Dad. you young people want to be hip. <laughs> you know, you want to be like the Backstreet Boys or right. Christina Aguililera. <laughs> uh, good stuff from Conan this week. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, Sam, you've been waiting for this, and you will appreciate oh, it. Yeah. Murphy has improved his game at the drive-thru. Tell you about it next. All right, Sam, quick. Where does Murphy get hung up? I'm like, Murphy can man. He could run a small country. Yeah. He's a leader. He's Really? Yeah. But you always get hung up. Where? Drive-thru. At the drive-thru. Yeah, I, I'll admit that. I do get... Uh, yeah, I, I, because there are too many choices. There's pressure. There's everything that goes along. There's you a lot going on You also still treat it like a social interaction, which it is social, except that, you know, he, he wants to visit. Hey, how y'all doing? Okay, I want number three but do you have it without pickles and i'm like you're confusing the person who's taking your order man just order (laughs) but okay you're getting better at the drive-thru proof is last night okay murphy you are getting better oh i don't even know what i did last night. so last night we had we were riding around as a family we had to pick up taylor she had a class cruising and um this was a dessert run too this wasn't really the full on meal yeah murphy wanted something sweet Mm -hmm. and what's around golden arches yeah and so he's like girls we're gonna drive through okay 
and he's pulling in and you're pulling up to the um, big drive board and he stops and he goes and so Taylor and Phoebe are in the back seat discussing I may want a Sunday, may just want an ice cream cone and Murphy stops the car and says I am not pulling up to this speaker until you make up your mind <laughs> yeah. and tell me what you want. Yeah. Which is smart. I'm like, yeah. look at you go. Look at you go. Yeah, I, I wasn't mean about it, but yeah, I was I was like, I'm I'm not gonna get caught in this situation this time where I get the confusion of the questions from the speaker and yeah. the, you know, changing the minds in the, in the back, back and that right, right. Yeah. No, I thought that was really good for you. I, I thought you were doing it for yourself. It was kind of like self self regulation, like I am not pulling to that speaker yeah. until I know what I'm gonna say. Well, but this particular, you know, one that we pulled up to has the new electronic boards the screens oh yeah and there is so much information on this thing it's too much uh, I, I mean i was like for a minute well for one thing i wanted my mcflurry to have the m&ms in it and not the oreos didn't right. know if they had that right. it wasn't on the menu but they did have it so, right. so that was the thing see, i even navigated the waters of things that weren't in front of me and was able to successfully order it you repeat that? the order huh you want to repeat the order phoebe had ice cream cone yeah, she had a soft serve cone. Taylor had a hot fudge sundae, and I had the uh, the, the McFlurry, McFlurry with, with the, the, M&Ms. the M&Ms. The only problem was um, when it was time to pull up to the window to get the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, "Which window?" I can't remember if they told me window one or two. So it was a little confusion, but I do think your game is getting better because you totally stopped first and said, yeah. girls, what, what Jody's saying calm is I, down. I've got this. I, I did a B minus last night is what it sounds like. <laughs> in there. It's so funny. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, you know, we love to hear from you. So 877-310-4MSJ. Guys, are you ready for more stories of what not to say to a woman in labor <laughs> and in the delivery room? Yes. Alicia, you're next. Okay, what not to say to a woman in labor and in the delivery room, okay? Because a lot of times, things are said that uh, mommies don't forget and don't appreciate. We should come up with a top 10 list for this. We could. We'll do that by Friday. I'll tell you, this is actually reassuring to me because I've heard the story of me walking into the room with Jody with the Snickers bar so many times now. I'm glad I'm not the only guy that's kind of botched this up. Of course you're not. 877-310-4MSJ. Hey, Alicia. Hey! Well, my story wasn't so much as what my husband or anybody else said. It was actually a nurse. Uh-oh. I was having my very first baby, yeah. and um, the drug that they gave me to induce my labor caused my contractions to be extremely violent and painful. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, like, doubled over so they can give me my epidural. And yeah. I don't know if she just was having a rough shift or whatever, but... She was just like, oh, it can't be that bad. <gasps> wow. Oh. And you know what? The first time you're ever doing that, that is not the thing to say. My goodness. No. Oh, my gosh. Alicia. Uh, needless to say, I kind of grabbed a handful of her hair from each side of her head and kind of pulled. I'm like, I guess this ain't that bad either. Oh, <laughs> you did not. Did you really? Did. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody experiences things differently. I, yeah. I, I'm willing to bet she didn't say that again to anybody. Probably not. She didn't come back in my room either. No, no. <laughs> they said another nurse did later. Yeah, because I ended up having to have an emergency C-section. Yeah. And, uh, everything went terribly wrong right afterwards. But yeah. I told my husband what she said. He was ready to go find her. Right. Yeah. That's not something to say. But yeah. No, not at all. Especially not that first time. Not no. not that that matters. You know, labor and delivery right. delivery is labor and delivery. But that first time, you are just right. so uptight because you are so afraid of you what you don't know is about to happen. Right? Yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you, Alicia, for the call. That's something you actually don't say in a lot of different settings, right? Oh, right come on. Office, it can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Keep them coming. 877-310-4675. Lynn is next. Come hang out with us after the show today. We do that uh, exclusively on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, a brand new episode of After the Show every day, and it's easy. You can subscribe for free. Uh, you can Google it. It'll, it'll play back, and it's even on the website at murphysamandjody.com. All right, 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us, and we are learning more about what not to say to a woman who is in labor. Most of these aren't surprising to you, Jody, are they? I guess uh, it's I surprising guess that they actually happen. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Lynn. Hey, I have um, something that you don't say to a woman in labor. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was in the labor and delivery room. My mom was like super fascinated with all the technology and everything. Oh, look at this. Look at this monitor. Look at that. Yeah. And I was, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And she <laughs> said, uh, oh, you're getting ready to have another contraction. Mm. Every time I was getting ready to have a contraction, yeah. Yeah. No. she would see it on the monitor and she would tell me, yeah. You had that anticipation. Here it comes. From her. Yeah. <laughs> yes, every single one. We laugh about it now. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't funny at the time. And I, I, I think after about the seventh or eighth time she did it, I gave her that look. Yeah. And she yeah. laughed and said, I'm going to go sit down now. Right. Oh. <laughs> you know, is there ever a time, a space in time for a woman? When she's more, uh, you know, nervous about what she's about to do, about what's about to happen to her. I don't think so, you know? No. So that's the ultra, for everybody listening, that's the ultimate moment of sensitivity for a woman, physically and emotionally. You almost can't say, you almost can't say anything right. Watch the questions, watch what food you're eating, watch everything. Yes. (laughs) Basically, just don't talk. Yeah, just hold the hand and give the love. Lynn, thank you. Yep. <laughs> I appreciate the call. I'm embarrassed to admit that I did that same thing to my sister. Yeah, Murphy, she was the first too. in the family to have kids, so this was even before Jody and I were married. Uh-huh. And so, you know, there there she is having her first child, and I'm fascinated with that technology. And like, wow, yeah. is that another contraction that's coming? And finally, they did say something. It's like, okay, why don't you go eat some Get coffee, Murphy out Murphy? of the room. Right. <laughs> Let's turn that off. 877-310-4675. We love hearing from you. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Mariah Carey's ex moving on, Nick Cannon. Also, Hulu's biggest show is back today for season two. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We're going to get to The Handmaid's Tale being back today. But first, season two, Nick Cannon. Uh, looks like he's moving on from Mariah. They've been, you know, they were married. They have children together. Right. You've heard a lot about Mariah moving on. I think she's moved a on a times. couple of times since Nick, and you never have heard much. Nick Cannon is dating Real Housewives of Atl- Housewives of Atlanta star Cynthia Bailey. Huh. Pictures have been circulating around. They shared something, a picture together of them on Instagram. Them getting very cozy, and that's you know, it's for him. Yeah. Isn't it about time he moved yeah. on a little bit? And I also, too, admire that the relationship they seem to have, he and Mariah still, with the kids, co-parenting, you know, it's not fighting all the time. And, and knowing what we know now about what she's been going through all this time, how difficult that must be. He must really just care mm-hmm. in the, from the bottom well, the of his good involved. heart. Yeah, but he's never said, you know how much money has probably come his way to just dish on her, mm-hmm. and he doesn't do it. 
So yay for Nick Cannon. Looks like he's dating. Looks like he's happy. A couple of quick hits for you. Martha Stewart going to be back on TV on the Food Food Network joining the long-running show Chopped. Oh, okay. You like Chopped, you know show, it. Yeah. Uh, as a recurring judge. So look for that. That'll be tough. First appearance for her will be in early June, so that's right around the corner. ABC is giving us something called The Proposal. Okay. Reality okay. series? Yes. Ten episodes from the producers of The Bachelor, of course, hosted by Jesse Palmer, you know, from The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Look for it soon in the summer called The Proposal, that show. And getting you ready for a big deal tonight uh, from Hulu, it's The Handmaid's Tale, season two, it's back. Is this what freedom looks like? What will happen when I get out? There probably is no out. Gilead is within you. Tons of hype about this show mm-hmm. coming off a historic Emmy win because this is the first, you know, I guess pop culture phenomenon that Hulu has given audiences. Yeah. You know, based on this award-winning 1985 novel, Dystopian World, and Elizabeth Moss. She won, won an Emmy. She won an Emmy and a Golden Globe, mm-hmm. and so everybody's all about it. You'd have to get a season one recap to jump in tonight. Right. If you were going to really jump in, start with season one. Yeah. But season two is available now, today, on Hulu. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30, Adele going to make her way to the big screen. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Lisa, thank you for the text uh, at 877-310-4MSJ. Sam's Peanut Butter Pie is at murphysamandjody.com. And I guess it's it's actually accurate to say it's Sam's because your dad was named Sam also. Yes. It's so, his pie recipe. Yes. So and it's, it's a cool pie. Sam, the dad recipe, the one that's infamous for being talked about in the labor and delivery room, mm-hmm. but delicious at the table. Yeah. yeah. Get the recipe at murphysamandjody.com. Yesterday afternoon, uh, when I have a little free time, you know, one of my favorite places in the world to go. Carpool. No, 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 decompress or whatever. And when I have a little time is uh, the library. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I had a little time. It's quiet there. Yes. And I wanted quiet and I love books. And so I have no plan for anything that I'm looking for. I'm not looking for a specific book. I'm just looking for what's new and having some decompressed time. And what do I see across the way? A book called This Is Me, written by Chrissy Metz. Oh, from This Is Us. She plays Kate on the TV show This Is Us, which I am also hard binging right now, loving. Saw the uh, Sylvester Stallone episode last night. Oh, my gosh. It was great. Murphy walks in and goes, Sylvester Stallone's on this show? Uh (laughs) See, it's it's a credible show now. I'm always catching pieces and parts. Anyway, so um, Chrissy's looking so beautiful on the cover. God, is she beautiful. And her her eye makeup is always rocking. And the title is This Is Me, Loving the Person You Are Today. I could not help but open it and Mm -hmm. read a little bit. Completely grabbed me. It's so good. It really is about self-acceptance. Like, this is who you are love learn to love yourself and it's her story and it's so interesting of course i checked it out yeah and it i'm gonna knock it out quickly well, <laughs> well just, one reason i have just to keep an eye on it so you don't lose it don't say that <laughs> the reason i have to also knock it out quickly it's really good i love it already the way her voice you know what i'm saying i can really hear yeah. her and she's very personal um so does it it's only a one week checkout because oh, it's a it? new hot book oh, he even rewind, yeah. he reminded me maybe he's you seen my back. record on the <laughs> on the computer screen and he was like you know yes, this is only point. a one week joke miss jody <laughs> so i recommend it highly okay, okay? we're added to our not so serious book club for you also at murphysamandjody.com 
So uh, Sam's already looking ahead to summer vacation, but the, earlier this, this morning you mentioned that uh, the kids don't actually want to go to the beach again this year. Yeah, Maddie kind of laid down the law or the request because they are going, Maddie and Parker, the twins, are going to the beach with their mom's family the week before I have them for vacation. Mm-hmm. And I started talking about last year at the beach because that's where I took them and the same thing happened last year. Uh, the mom, you were following mom took up to the beach, beach and then I had my beach trip, and it was, I was wondering why everybody just didn't want to stay on the beach. They I wanted will, to go back to the room. I'm maybe with her because I don't like the same vacation every time. I like different experiences. Yeah, well, but they're back to back. It's it's yeah. odd because I mean it's it's that blended families like that I, that can be challenging because you know yeah. the kids could be in two different places at once. I, mm-hmm. You know what? That makes me ask another question. Maybe this would be a way to make it more exciting because mm-hmm. it's Maddie and it's Parker and Jackson and Jackson. But you know, I know that your older kids are grown. They're in their twenties and they've got their own lives. Could you do that kind of a vacation, even for an extended weekend, Everybody. with Sammy and Will? You know what I mean. And that's probably could. You know, that might be summertime. something I should talk to Sammy and Will about. You would love get them that, to, Sam. Like, help me decide what to do. That would be epic. You because could even bring your mama. Mama, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's not go crazy, Jody. Yeah, let's back it up there. We'll stick with Murphy's idea. Now, the addendum is not Jody's idea. <laughs> but I, I mean, that would be something special. I know that, you know, when it, my mother and dad uh, always did, and my sister still goes on, but actually, that's what Jody and I are doing this summer. We're going to go spend some time with my dad mm-hmm. and my full family. And as you get older, you don't, you don't do that all the time, but it's kind of fun and special. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. And, it's and a great idea. What's funny is last year, as we got ready to go to the beach, once everything had been you know, settled and booked and all that, I even reached out to Sammy and Will, and it's like, hey, we're doing this. You want to uh-huh. come? I'm sure we can find a place for you if you want to come. And they, yeah. it, it was a little too late, so they already they both had all it's their plans It's not too late already. now. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Hmm. It's a little family reunion. No beach, but more kids. Well, hmm. yeah, plus, they can bring some money, help you split the cost. Hey, <laughs> yeah. How would y'all like to treat to dinner tonight? <laughs> or wait, if they don't want to do beach, then do something else all together yeah, i don't know as, what as but long yeah. as they still pay for dinner yeah sure right. sam <laughs> however it works coming up jody has your hollywood outsider adele may be making her way to the big screen for a musical tell you about which one next jody's hollywood outsider she's one of the most loved singers in the world and rightly so adele She's not touring right now, but the deal is she might be headed to the big screen. We've heard, like, noise about this before. Right. Uh, Negotiations apparently are heating up for her to star in a remake of the classic musical Oliver. Cool. Based on the Charles Dickens novel Oliver Twist, which I've never seen that musical. I've never seen the musical either, but I hear it's really a good one. Right. It was in 1968, the big screen version of it, and it won six Academy Awards. Mm -hmm. So I don't don't know anything about it, which would be great, because if I go to see it, when Adele stars in it, It'll be like a brand new classic uh-huh. musical. And can you imagine her being the one to burst into song right. in the middle of some sort of dramatic scene? How fun is that? Mm-hmm. Script is not fully formed yet, but um, Adele's got a good friend in her corner helping her with the acting chops, and that is Academy Award winner Jennifer Lawrence. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Man, did you hear about the internships uh, Harley Davidson's offering this summer? No, but yeah, are you going to no. leave us and go on an internship, Sam? Mur- Murphy, we may want to do this one together. Okay. Uh, it's right. called Find Your Freedom Internship. And what you do is you, you ride around on a Harley chronicling your summer on social media. They pay you as well. You're a brand So it's spokesman. a paid internship. And the bike that they give you to ride around on at the end of the summer when the internship's done, you keep it. 
Man, I mean, this is like, what? what's the Everybody downside wants this. here? Everybody wants this job. Your dad would do this job, Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing they don't have well, unlimited slots for this. Yeah, they're looking for college juniors and seniors, too. Uh, There's only eight slots available. And if you don't know how to ride a bike, it's okay, because they'll run you through the training you? course. Oh, my god! I mean, there's, it's like, I'm reading this thinking, okay, what? where's the uh, but? Where's the, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Where's the, what, what's hard right. about we this? We give you a Harley, you ride around the country, you shoot pictures. You get paid. You post, you get paid, and then you keep the bike and go back to school. And post pictures of what? Just what, summer? What your you're summer? doing? What, uh, yeah, what, what summer is to you on a Harley? You know, here's uh, me and the Harley at this place. See, they shouldn't just limit this to college. You know what I mean? This should be a... You have the grown-up section. Right, exactly. Every man's dream. <laughs> cool. Right. You know what? That's true. The grown-up section and see how they compare to the college oh, intern ha, ha, section. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. yeah. Would be a lot less wild, but a lot more. It'd still be so pretty. Note would be. to self, mm-hmm. Harley internship. Pretend like I am in college. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Yeah, speaking of the wide open road, my dad made an observation the other day that really surprised me. In fact, mm-hmm. for a minute, I thought that he was in college. My dad said something that I thought was pretty cool the other day. My dad's always been kind of a cool guy. I mean, I think mm-hmm. he does I, still I, have a level of cool that. Yeah, and it, he's you know he's he's reasonably tech savvy. I mean, I think he kind of is the antithesis to what I see with some of my friends' parents. Who, I mean, I actually still have some that <laughs> their parents don't even turn their yeah. smartphone on if they're not using it. I'm like, really? Yeah, Just my, leave it on all well, the time. My mom used to do that. She called it the car phone. Yeah. But, well, when you say Dane is cool, the thing about him is just his energy and temperament. Yeah. He literally has cool coursing through his veins. Well. We were talking just about, you know, traffic and how it's becoming more congested across America. And he was saying, he actually said this. He says, you know, I think when automated cars come along, this is going to be a lot better. There'll be fewer accidents. There won't be the risk. I think we were talking about, you know, accidents that are caused by texting and driving and those right. kinds of things. And, it, it, and so he's he's an absolute fan of the future of the automated driving. And once that technology is perfected, it will probably be more reliable than a human driver. As we take yeah. the per- people out of the picture. Yeah, right. And I'm like, wow, He's not afraid how of cool it. is it that my dad, right, exactly, is kind of embracing that technology. Yeah. Because if my mother were still alive, I oh, think no. she would be the first one to go, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to let a computer drive a car. I'm going to be in control of that car. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying your workday. Uh, coming up, we invite you to come hang out with us after the show. The Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast is something special that we do that's different whenever we're wrapped up here. You know, we just hang out a little bit longer, and you get to be a part of it when you join the podcast. Um, and we all this talk about labor and delivery, mm-hmm. it brought me back to when we had Taylor. I had Taylor. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a long time ago, Murphy, but something you did... Um, before leaving the room when I was getting my epidural that you probably do not even remember. Right. It was weird for me. <laughs> we'll do that after the show.